Chapter 17 Enrolling The air smelled of flowers. I can't believe I've never been here before, Maureen said. Jessica had taken her to the sculpture garden adjacent to the art gallery for their planned lunch. The water fountain's gentle burbling combined with the sunshine to warm their surroundings and their souls. A slice of paradise in the concrete jungle. Jessica smiled as she took in the familiar surroundings. This is where Paul and I came on our first date. Some of my favorite artworks are inside. Gazing up at the massive building's stained glass windows, a pang of sadness hit her and then washed away. This sadness had been coming in waves since she had left the gallery the previous evening, lapping at the shores of her emotions. I love your outfit, Maureen said, gesturing to Jessica's clothes as they found a seat and unpacked their takeout Greek food. Jessica had kicked her attire up another notch. She wore a deep blue blouse, a black skirt with white dots, short heels with sapphire gemstones, accessorizing with an extra ring on her finger and matching earrings. Thank you, Jessica said. I used to dress like this all the time. I promised myself I would more often. The pair engaged in small talk until Jessica couldn't hold back any longer. About what happened with Gary yesterday, she said. He's under a lot of stress, Maureen shrugged. But I knew his new way of doing budgets wasn't going to work. And you didn't speak up about it. What's the point? Maureen asked through a mouthful of souvlaki. He's the president of the company. I work for him. The trickling of the water fountain filled the silence between them. I have to tell you something that I'd rather not tell you, Jessica said. Maureen put down her wrap and wiped her hands, looking like she was getting ready for something painful. Gary comes to you when he feels like his plans are failing and tells you we're going to try something new or that you're not doing enough. You take on more work, which you then kill yourself to complete or delegate to us. It happened yesterday, and it's happened in the past. Maureen was caving in on herself, waiting for this to be over. You end up working insane hours and expect all of us to do the same. What's asked of you and us often doesn't align with the company's goals, and we end up frustrated and overworked wondering if it's going to make a difference. Maureen sat in silence. I feel like a puppet and that I have no say in this organization. I feel like my hard work isn't appreciated or even asked for, but thanklessly demanded. I also feel like I'm not using my creativity to its full capacity, which tells me that opportunities are slipping through the cracks. And I would hazard a guess that you feel the same way. Jessica watched as Maureen took a drink, her hand shaking as she put the cap back on her water bottle. Are you saying that I don't know how to run my team? Maureen asked. Because that's not what you were saying yesterday. Yesterday, you acknowledged the pressure that I'm under and that I was never expected to succeed in this role. Now you're saying that I'm a bad boss? Maureen was ready to fight, to defend herself. Jessica could only imagine what the voices in her head were saying to her right now. Jessica was determined to stand firm, knowing that she could make her boss better by doing so. I did not say that, Jessica answered. I said that when Gary dumps work on you and it trickles down to us, 
Our team ends up overworking, often without getting any closer to our goals. The result is that I and the others on our team feel like our talents are ignored. That's just the way it is, Marine responded. Gary's the top dog, Jessica. I can't exactly tell him no. What do you expect me to do? Jessica repeated herself, and Marine defended herself. The cycle continued for what seemed like an eternity. Whenever her patience wavered, she thought of the hopper paintings inside the gallery. Finally, after Jessica had repeated herself yet again, Marine changed her response. I guess we should talk about how I behave with Gary so that we can get out of this vicious cycle. Jessica perked up like a dog when their owner's car pulls into the driveway, and yet Marine seemed deflated. What are you experiencing right now? Jessica asked. I don't see how it's even possible to change how I interact with Gary, Marine sighed. Do you feel like he wants help? That he wants to be better? Yes. Would you do anything in your power to help him if you could? Jessica asked. Of course, Marine replied. But it would take a miracle. That's how I used to feel about you, Jessica said. Marine frowned as she turned towards Jessica. Marine, what's happened to our relationship over the past few days? Marine paused reflecting on the open communication that she was experiencing recently with Jessica. It can happen that quickly, Jessica continued. I don't think either of us could have predicted even a week ago that we would be enjoying lunch together today. And yet, here we are. All because I started thinking and acting differently. What have you been up to? Marine asked. You wouldn't believe me if I told you, Jessica chuckled. Marine cocked her head, curious about Jessica's inside joke, but still focused on her proposition. Picture this, Jessica continued. A bullpen where people aren't afraid to laugh, where people are happy to see us, excited to talk with us about their work, their challenges, and their wins. Everyone feels powerful and motivated, and they want to come into the office in the morning. We're doing our best work, sharing our best ideas, and delivering better results. We're all doing less, accomplishing more, and making a difference for the company, ourselves, and each other. I don't know how you're planning to pull this off, but I guess I trust you, Marine said, after the pair had returned from their shared daydream. I'm sold. I wasn't selling, Marine, Jessica smiled. I was enrolling. It was as if Jessica stood on one side of a threshold, holding her hand out for Marine to join. Hesitant, unsure of where the journey would take her, Marine had reached out and clasped Jessica's hand. She had taken the first step. Jessica shared some of her new skills. Marine gradually warmed up to the world of possibility that Jessica was proposing. They role-played possible conversations between Marine and Gary and others on their team. As they created together, Jessica could see a bright future forming in Marine's eyes. There was a possibility there that hadn't existed an hour ago, a shimmer of hope flickering like a candle in a dark room. Jessica found that when Marine wasn't thinking about how impossible change was, she had a talent for brainstorming ways to improve their team culture. Marine outlined ideas that had lain dormant since becoming interim vice president. 
Jessica wondered what other treasures awaited in the minds of her team members. It was almost amusing watching Maureen's defenses rise and fall, seemingly at random. She would dive into an idea, declare it impossible, then do a complete 180 again to convince herself that she could make it so. Jessica observed and listened, mostly silently, occasionally adding a comment and acknowledging Maureen regularly. Wiping a spot of tzatziki from the corner of her mouth, she didn't hide her satisfied smile, happy that her boss was also becoming her disciple and maybe even her friend. They had much more to discuss, but lunch hour was over. Jessica couldn't remember when they had worked so well together. Their ideas built upon themselves as they planned for the future. She also couldn't remember when she had seen Maureen smile so much. As they walked back towards the office, past the art gallery, Maureen touched Jessica's arm to stop her. Could you take me one day? She asked, pointing towards the entrance. Of course, Jessica replied. Just not today. I still have some unfinished business in there, her inner voice said. Of course, Maureen said, then continued on her excited rant about how she had always wanted to focus on reshaping their team's meeting rhythm. Jessica was only half listening to Maureen as they walked back to the office. She was thinking about the impact Maureen and Ravi would have on the people in their lives. Jessica had equipped them with simple and practical skills and the confidence to apply them. She envisioned not only the happy faces of Maureen, Gary, Ravi, Paul, and Lily, but also the faces of hundreds of their friends and colleagues. Not only was her vision coming to life, it was evolving into something much bigger. It was creating possibilities more meaningful and noble than she ever imagined. Belief Shift Most managers have bought into the belief that real change can only be initiated from the top and must cascade down. This leads to disempowerment. Hey, it's not my job. Leaders know that change and culture shift can start and spread from any point on the organizational chart and then go viral. You can leverage the skills shared throughout this book so that others around you also become people that initiate and spread the culture shift. 